Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Happy Friday. We got a lot of good Arizona basketball to get to. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, we got a lot of fun stuff to get to uh, today. But first, we need to talk about Arizona basketball and exercising some demons against the uh, against the uh, University of Oregon. Now, as many people know, since Oregon was uh, has been in the Pac-12, or since Dana Altman has been at the University of Oregon, they have been a major problem for Arizona. As a matter of fact. Um, not only have they been a major problem for Arizona, they have a uh, Altman, I believe, was 17-7 and seven all time going into this. That is not good for the University of Arizona. But Arizona came out, got off on a five, obviously, a uh, uh, in a 5 nothing hole. But then after that, it was all Arizona. And again, this is a good win for the University of Arizona on a variety of different levels. First, um, Oregon is a pretty talented team. Um, not only are they pretty talented, they are, um, they're able to, you know, they can beat teams. They can beat teams on any given day, quite frankly. And that's always kind of been the case for them. Um, but they're long, they're athletic. They're generally the kind of team that has given Arizona some problems in the past. That's just the way it is. But Arizona came out and they beat Oregon at their own game. One thing that Oregon has going for them is is that they have very good big men. They are long. They are athletic. Um, uh, they are long. They are athletic. And uh, there's a and there's a lot uh, and there's a lot you know there's a lot to like there's a lot to like about what they can do. Um, and so, um, but at the end of the day. Azulis Tabellis was a man on a mission, and quite frankly, it was incredibly impressive. We've seen a lot of virtuoso performances here by, uh, from University of Arizona players, and this one right there was up there with about any any of them. I wouldn't quite put it up with the you know Damon Stoudemire because what he was able to do, especially from that position, was incredibly impressive because he was pulling up from the cactus. He was the dude that was making point guard you, point guard you. So I'm never going to go quite that far, but I'm also going to say that what we saw from uh, um, what we saw from Azulis Tabellis was some next-level stuff right there, and it was incredibly impressive there. And again, I don't think that I'm really breaking any news. Now, might say to yourself, uh, you know, what uh, what does this mean for Arizona? Big picture, it doesn't mean a ton per se for a variety of reasons, mainly because even though Oregon is very, very talented, they're not a team that is, you know, they're not a team, they're a team that is very beatable as we've seen multiple, multiple times. Um and, you know, again, the, we've certainly seen that. But I do uh, think that this team right now is in the position to be able to, um, you know, exercise some demons going forward now against, you know, some teams that, you know, have beaten Arizona in the past. Keep in mind, Arizona played very well against uh, the University of uh, 
uh, Washington or excuse me, Washington State University after Washington took them to the house. And again, that's um, you know, that's uh that's something that I think, you know, you can't really take for granted right there is that Arizona uh, has uh, exacted good, uh, has exacted uh, good performances against other play or teams that beat them. But so it, that shows it that, but it also keeps Arizona very much in line for a number one seed. And that I think big picture is what Arizona is looking for. If you're an Arizona fan, that's what you should be looking for. At least that's what I am looking for. Um, now, I watch, uh, I watch Arizona, and I am thinking that, you know, pieces are starting to fall into place here. Now, a lot of people, I think, were wondering what exactly was going on with Arizona, um, you know, with Pella Larson, because we heard a lot of stuff about how Pella Larson was really good, um, you know, and about how he could be an NBA-type guy. And that really never came to fruition. But Tommy Lloyd is a shrewd, shrewd dude right now. And um, not only is he a shrewd guy, he knew, you know, what he did and what he did was he was able to put a guy in a position to uh, be, uh, to be better. Pella Larson is clearly better coming off the bench. I don't think that there's any doubt about that. And not only is he better coming off the bench, he's also able to, uh, not only is he better coming off the bench, he's also just kind of more in that role. Now, Cedric Henderson um, I think is more equipped to start. Uh, Cedric Henderson's been a guy who has started pretty much his entire career, and uh, he's equipped to be able to do that. Um, I'm not saying one guy's better than the other, but sometimes you can just tell that certain guys are better and are more natural coming in, uh, coming in, and you know the spots that they're coming in on. Now, um, and but again, that's also you got to give Tommy Lloyd a lot of credit here because. A lot of coaches wouldn't do that. A lot of coaches would stick, uh, they would be, uh, you know, kind of stuck in their way. And Tommy Lloyd didn't do that. Tommy Lloyd has been, um, he's been the dude that uh, has never been scared to uh, mix things up a little bit. And not only has he not been scared to mix things a little bit, when he's needed to, he's done it. And I think that's why uh, I think we're so lucky to have him because there's a lot of people out there that, or there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people out there that, um, um, you know, I think right now are jealous and envious of, uh, of what Tommy Lloyd has been able to do. And so, again, we'll uh, we'll certainly keep you in the loop on that. But, again, this was a very, very big win for the University of Arizona. And not only was it a big win for the University of Arizona, it was, you know, it was a – it was the – it was kind of a culmination right here of where Arizona has been able to get to that. They're now pretty much, uh, um, they're pretty much, uh, you know, in, they hold their own, they hold their, uh, they hold their own, um, uh, um, you know, position right there. And I think they're going to continue to do that. Okay. Now let's talk about FanDuel. Now, right now, FanDuel has a great deal going on. Um, FanDuel has many, many great uh, deals going on, but you can put down five bucks and you can get up to $150 in free plays. Again, up to $150. That simple, that easy. Now, you might say to yourself, Mike, is uh, what's uh, um, 
That's a little too good to be true. No, it's not too good to be true. Check it out. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. They've got all of everything you need right there. And it's um, again, it's fun. Check out what everybody else is doing because uh, there's a reason that everybody is. Uh, there's a reason that everybody is on this in a, in the manner in which they are. Okay. Now again, check it out. FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. Now, Let's talk about going forward a little bit here. You got Oregon State um, coming up next. Oregon State stinks. Um, I'm, we're not going to ever be the team, or we're, we're not going to ever be. Uh, um, yeah, we're not going to ever be the team that uh, is going to. Um, you know, uh, pretend that any team can't beat Arizona because we've definitely seen that certain teams can beat Arizona on a given day. But right now, um, I think it's fair to say, though, that Arizona should uh, should smack the University of uh, um, uh, or excuse me, Oregon State. Not only should they smack Oregon State, they should be able to win. Um, and it shouldn't really be difficult. And if it is, you know what, then it's taken a little bit of a step back. And I think that's where, if you're Arizona, you're definitely hoping that that doesn't—that's not the case. I don't expect that to be the case because, quite frankly, Oregon State, um, uh, Oregon State just isn't good. And I think Arizona now knows that their goals—you uh, know—their goals are pretty straightforward. I think everybody knows right now that um, you know where Arizona is. And uh, what they can do. Now, you look at the rest of the conference, other teams don't look great. Um, you know, and I can, uh, we can kind of go, uh, we can kind of go position by position right there or team by team. But UCLA is struggling a little bit on the offensive side of, uh, on the offensive side of the court. I'm not really breaking any news right there. You can, uh, you can pretty much just, uh, you can pretty much just see that uh, that's kind of the way, um, uh, that's pretty much the way that it, uh, you know, that it is right now. Um, now, uh, so we're going to take a, let me go now. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. And we're going to break down the rest of the conference and what this means. Thanks for keeping it locked on wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now let's talk about big picture in the conference right now. UCLA has not looked nearly as good as they have in the past. Um, now I'm not the guy that's going to sit here and say that UCLA is in a lot of trouble because they're still, in my opinion, one of the best teams in college athletics. And not only are they one of the best teams in college athletics, um, they are, they've got a lot of guys that really check off pretty much every box there's a lot to like about UCLA. Jaime Hawkes, Tiger Campbell, we all know how good they are. I'm not really breaking any news on that one. But you might say to yourself, um, you know, what's going on with UCLA? They do. They've got some issues, though. Their offense can really grind to a halt at points. Um, and not only can it grind to a halt at points, there's points when you're like, I don't really know exactly what's going on right there. And that's always been kind of a hallmark of some, um, um, there's always going to be, you know, that's always going to be kind of the, uh, a little bit of the hallmark that, uh, Arizona, um, that UCLA has under Mick Cronin. You're going to play a tough defense, but at the same time, you're also going to have some problems on the offensive side right there. So, um, I look for that to be kind of an issue. Now there's some other things too, that I think you look at 
and you say, well, right, USC. USC to me is very, very interesting in the grand scheme of things because you've got USC is talented. Um, I don't think that there's any doubt about that they've got the talent that uh, you know to really be a problem, but. Um, at the same time, Andy Enfield's teams can be a little schizophrenic, but you got Big Vince Iwachukwu back. Big fan of Big Vince on this show. And you got jo uh, Josh Morgan back as well. Um, you, or not back. He's been there. But you've got two really talented bigs right there. But And then on that, you got Peterson. You got Boogie Ellis. But I never get the sense that this is going to be a team that is going to be able to really put everything together. And what I mean by that is they're going to be good, but I don't really worry about them. I don't really worry about them challenging Arizona in the grand scheme outside of maybe a game or two. I think they'll drop a couple games that they probably shouldn't. But again, it's a good team. I believe that they're 100% an NCAA tournament team. They should be in the NCAA tournament, and if they're not, then something probably went haywire or askew along the way because they should be an NCAA tournament team. Then you look at Oregon. Oregon much the same as USC, except USC has been much better for them. I think with, uh, with USC, the one thing you look at is – or excuse me, with Oregon is why aren't they better? They should be better. Um, and, but you know, quite frankly, they're not better. They're not that good. Um, but they can beat you on a given day. They're the team that in the uh, PAC 12 tournament, you worry about them getting a little hot, which I think can certainly happen, but I, uh, I wouldn't count on them putting together a ton of, uh, imp uh impressive virtuoso performances though. Um, that, uh, you know that uh, I would not look. Uh, I would not look uh, at that as being part of the uh, part of the equation, uh, to put it mildly. Now, um, with uh, you know, with the with the rest of this team, though, I think it does become a little bit fascinating now. With uh, or uh, you know, ASU for example, ASU is uh, ASU is interesting for me because you. Um, ASU is interesting for me because you do wonder about where exactly um, they're going to win. What games are going to be big for them? What games are they going to be able to win? I don't know that uh, there's going to be that. Uh, I don't know that there's going to be that uh, game where you're like, okay, um, you know, ASU is really broken through. That's just not really the way that they are. Uh, that's just not really the way that they are constructed. And I think that's, uh, you know, I think that's. Um, you know, I think that's just kind of the way they are to a certain degree. They're just not, they're not going to be consistent. And that's something that I think will dr always drive people up a wall about ASU. Now, let's talk a little bit of recruiting here. This segment is brought to you by LinkedIn. All right. LinkedIn, everybody uses LinkedIn. And the reason that everybody uses LinkedIn is because it works. I repeat, it works. Now, you can get the applicants you need for free. LinkedIn job sponsored by LinkedIn. Post your job for free. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. Again, get the jobs that you want for free. Or get the applicants, get the jobs that you want for free. They've got it covered. Now, we're going to talk a little bit of recruiting right here. Now, when it comes to Arizona, you've already got Jamari Phillips uh, in the bag. We know how good Jamari Phillips is. He's a five-star kid out of California in the 2024 class. Now, who's going to be that next guy after him to commit? And I'm assuming that it's going to be Carter Bryant. Carter Bryant is a, Carter Bryant's a guy who, 
can um, you know he's a five star guy. He can uh, he can play at a uh, he can play at a pretty high level. I mean, he really can. Um, he could be a one and done. I think Jamari Phillips is more likely a two and done. But Carter Bryant fits right in there to what uh, um, you know what Tommy Lloyd wants to do. I would be surprised if he does not end up at the University of Arizona. Um, I think there's a lot to, to indicate that he will. But again, Carter Bryant, guy to uh, certainly keep an eye on. Now, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with you. And we're going to pivot briefly to a little bit of Arizona football. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, let's talk a little bit about uh, – let's talk a little bit about uh, – Arizona football, where you're at. Jed Fish, um, Jed Fish at his press conference felt you could tell felt very, very comfortable with where um, he was, uh, with where Ari's, or his Arizona class was. Now, I don't think that he was uh, super concerned about the recruiting, or excuse me, the uh, the rankings, because I think more so than anything, he wanted to get big players. He wanted to get guys who are um, that they can mold, that they can coach into big. Uh, they can coach into big, um, you know, big time type guys. Tylen Gonzalez, I think, is a perfect example. Tylen Gonzalez is a player who, at about six foot five, six foot six, two hundred and forty five pounds or two hundred fifty pounds, is built like a rock. You watch him, and you're like, okay, that guy can you can he puts on some weight. He's going to be a real problem. I there's every reason to believe that Tylen Gonzalez is going to be a real problem for the University of Arizona. But that's what they're doing, though. They are trying to get bigger. And you know what? If they're going to miss, they're going to miss with bigger players. And I love that philosophy. You're not going to recruit the Smurfs. I mean, you will every now and then, but you're not going to just try to get somebody who is um, – um, you're not going to uh, you're not going to try to get uh, you know guys who are five foot seven, five foot eight, and hope you can coach them up. That's not the case. You're going to get guys who are six foot five, six foot six, and you're going to try to coach them up. I love that aspect to it. It also goes to show you too that Jed Fish gets it from his inner uh, from his engagement with the media to uh, just all the way around. Jed Fish gets it, and he's made my job a lot easier, and he's made a lot of people's jobs a lot easier out there. Okay, now, Built Bar. Let's just say we're talking about big players right there. Built Bar is the epitome of something that big players are going to utilize. Um, it's good. It doesn't have that chalky aftertaste that I think so many people hate. Um, it's just good stuff. Everybody likes built bar based out of Utah. You watch Utah players and you know, for a fact that they're big, strong guys. It would not surprise me at all if they were utilizing a little bit of built bar. Um, and again, just check it out. You can get it at your GNC anywhere where you get your stuff. It's great stuff. Check it out. Built bar. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to wrap everything up and we'll get you ready for uh, the weekend. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right. Now, we broke down Arizona-Oregon, what that meant. Then you got Arizona-Oregon State coming up after that as well. Um, I expect, like I said, I expect Arizona to destroy Oregon State. And uh, we're going to be here in pretty good news. So, again, um, and uh, again, Jed Fish, Tommy Lloyd killing it. I believe, by the way, that Tommy Lloyd should be the National Coach of the Year again. That's how good he is. All right. Now. 
we're going to uh, we're going to take a break or take a break for the weekend. But as always, really, really appreciate you um, sticking with us because you know right now, um, you know this is the time of the year. Have a great rest of your week. You have been listening to Locked On Wildcats.